Welcome to r slash choosing beggars, where the worst people deserve the best things. My mother-in-law is a bitch. Firstly, she invited me and my mom to get our hair and nails done, and she said she would pay. But when we got there, she ordered the cheapest nail option. My mom was pissed and said she would have rather just not even gone, because now she looks cheap and it really embarrassed me. Then, my mother-in-law asked us if we wanted to come back to her house to watch movies slash have a girl's night. And we felt like we had no other option but to say yes, so we wouldn't be rude. When we got there, her daughter, my sister-in-law, called and asked if she could watch her toddler daughter in an emergency situation. Apparently, her husband's brother was in the emergency room. Even though my mother-in-law had us over as guests, she agreed to watch her anyway, which my mom thought was extremely rude, and I was once again embarrassed as hell. My husband loves his mom, so I don't know how to tell him I want her to stay away from now on. What should I do? This post has 11 upvotes and 1,141 votes, so you can guess as to how many downvotes this lady got. Then, this lady got absolutely roasted in the comments. You tell him all about it, how unhappy you are, so he can see just how ungrateful you are. Y'all got all happy she was paying, but even free stuff isn't good enough for you. So what if she kicked the cheapest nail option? You could have paid for yourself, but y'all wouldn't do that, cause that isn't free, right? Your mother raised you, so I'm not surprised y'all are both ungrateful. Luda replies, she got the cheapest nails because she wanted them to fit your personality. Another user says, you and your mom sound like ungrateful gold-digging brats. You could have paid for your own nails. She made a gesture to spend time with you both and pay for it. Why didn't you offer to pay for the upgrade for your own nails, etc., or invite her to get a mani-pedi? What would your mom have done if it was you in a car crash while spending time with friends and family? Would she get up and leave or tell you, Sorry, hun. Call me when you're done at the hospital or when you wake up from a coma. In all honesty, it seems like your mom is ruffling your feathers out of jealousy to sow some discord with your mother-in-law when that poor lady is trying to do nice things and spend time with you. If you're going to be a douche, dump her son. They both deserve someone better. Choosing Becker is looking for recommendations. Hi, y'all. As you know, me and David are getting married. Soon, I will be Mrs. David Blank. Can you believe it? I can, lol. I deserve it. We are blessed that David's godmother has invited us to have her wedding at her estate in Maine. I'll share some photos later, but it's gorgeous and it's a historical landmark, which means my wedding is going to be historic, lol. Because we're having an out-of-state wedding, which means we will be traveling and staying in hotels, and also because of our honeymoon in Dubai, one month, I'm asking for y'all's help with some of the wedding stuff. If anyone has experience as a professional photographer, not a hobby, but getting paid as a job, please contact me or David. We need you. This could be considered your gift to us. We would need you to pay for travel to Maine and everything, but I think once you saw where the wedding is, you'd be begging us for the opportunity. If anyone knows a good caterer in Maine or willing to travel to Maine who will work for exposure, I'm going to be starting an Instagram soon. Any dress designers out there? I want that one-of-a-kind dress. You need to be professional and talented. I want to feel like a princess. I will post your info and all the pictures on here and on my Instagram. We also need all the usual stuff. 
flowers, seating, music, orchestra, no DJ. This will be classy. I can already tell you our event will get pressed because of this historic location. Please send me a message if you can help. See y'all in June. So basically, this woman found a sucker who will cover the venue. Now she's just looking to her friends to cover the rest of the wedding. Hey, is the car still available? Yes. How much you want for it? $15,000. Can I have it for $14,500? Yeah, that's a good deal. Where do you want to meet? Oh, wait. Can I have it for $10,000? And can you bring it to me? I don't have a car yet. $10,000 is too low. Sorry. Please, it's for my brother. He's very sick. And I want to surprise him. He's dying. Please. Why, <laughs> Why surprise him? He's going to die. Because if he can get a car, he will live. I'm sorry. It's too low. I'm sorry about your brother, but goodbye. I report you, jerk. Blocked. <laughs> He'll live if he has a car? These using beggars are getting dumber and dumber. Hi, any chance you can lower your price on the Dolce Gabbana bag? It's for my daughter for Christmas, XX. Hello, I can do 600 pounds if you're able to collect it yourself. Can we say 150 please and then the rest in the new year? Bit short on cash and it's a present for my daughter for Christmas. She's 14 and obsessed with designer stuff. Please and thank you. I'm sorry, but no. 600 pounds really is the lowest I can do, and I'll need payment in full. Good luck. Effing grunt! What am I meant to say to my daughter? I guess it's true what they say about you greedy Jewish grunts. You privileged lot have absolutely no shame. Disgusting! P.S. Why not sell it for less? You don't even celebrate Christmas. I read a lot of insults for this YouTube channel, and I'm going to be honest, this one made me a little bit uncomfortable just to read. Harassing people who owe you money is so broke. If you needed it right back, you shouldn't have lended it out. Just gotta take your L and move along. Imagine someone that owes you money calling you broke. And the comments have tons of similar examples. Nine Lives For Me says, I had a now ex-friend borrow a hundred bucks from my wallet without asking, and then get mad at me when I confronted him about it. He called me a loser for getting mad over such a small amount of money. Surprise, he never paid it back. Cyrio Pagopas adds, I used to have a housemate who routinely forced us to cover her rent because she blew all her money on booze and shopping sprees. One day, about a month after I'd covered another $300 of her rent, I caught her talking about how she was taking her boyfriend to a city three hours away, to some concert, and she was renting some Airbnb. So I confronted her and was like, how about you pay back your portion of the rent I covered for you first? She freaked out at me, and that was the end of the friendship. Pikasukio adds, my uncle had a customer who tried to pull some stuff like this. My uncle asked for half up front for supplies and labor costs. He finishes the job, then the customer says he doesn't have the rest of the money until next week. My uncle says okay, then goes back in a week and the guy says stop being pushy about $2,000. My uncle says okay, comes back with his tools and takes the material and equipment he installed back. The customer calls the cops. The uncle explains to the police, shows them a signed contract, and they stand there while he takes all his stuff back. The customer is flipping out and says he has the money. Uncle says too late and leaves. 
Now, the butthole is $2,000 in the hole with no equipment. <laughs> that was satisfying to read. This happened last night, and it was one of the most satisfying encounters I've ever had with someone with a downright comical sense of entitlement. I took a flight from San Francisco to Boston that was in the afternoon after a full day of work. I have a $200 airline credit to use on just this one flight before I lose it at the end of the year. So I was debating between trying to drink through $200 of free booze over the six hour flight versus upgrading my seat to the front row. In the end, I decided to go with the seat upgrade and I picked the window seat in the absolute front row of the plane with a shameful amount of legroom and an empty middle seat. I never get upgrades, so this felt like quite the luxury to me. Turns out, the rest of the plane was completely full, so I was feeling pretty good about this decision. However, I still had some work to do on my laptop and was disappointed that because there were no seats in front, I couldn't keep my backpack in front of me and realized I had to go fight the mob of people still boarding for some overhead bin space before they all filled up. There was a very nice businessman sitting in the aisle seat in my row who stood up to help me. This is relevant later. The overhead bins filled very quickly, at which point the flight attendant at the plane door started announcing, Overhead bins are almost full. Put your bags in the first one you see. To all the people still boarding the plane. Now, here comes the last man to board the plane. He's probably about six foot three, and he runs in and kind of shoots the breeze with one of the flight attendants for a few minutes, and I'm not paying too much attention, besides hoping he's not going to take the middle seat and the fact that he's talking very loudly, and he seems to be a bit drunk. For the rest of this story, I'll call this man Dirk, because I don't know what the male version of a Karen is. Nobody is in any rush to start getting ready for takeoff, and we soon know why. The pilot gets on the loudspeaker and says, because of the weather in Boston, we need to wait here before we can take off. Now, Dirk has stopped talking to the flight attendant and starts to walk down the aisle, sees our empty middle seat and announces, cool, I'll take this first seat because it's empty, throws his backpack down in the space in front of us and slams himself into the middle seat. Now, of course, I wouldn't have minded if someone had purchased the middle seat, but now I'm grumbling a bit internally, thinking about how I spent my airline credit on this upgrade instead of booze, while this guy is going to get the nice seat for free. And nobody immediately came up to him and asked him to move his backpack, so I'm also frustrated that I had to put mine away, and now his bag is in front of my feet. And finally, Dirk is being extremely loud and vocal. For example, when the pilot came on the loudspeaker again and said that we would be waiting 45 minutes before takeoff, Dirk yelled out, Man, this is some BS! Stuff like that over and over. So at this point, I haven't said anything to him, but I'm just sitting there grumpily. It's been about five minutes already, not too long, but I'm starting to think they're just going to let this fly. Then comes one of the flight attendants and walks up to this guy and says, Sir, can I please see your boarding pass? The man laughs a bit and says he just showed it at the gate and the flight attendant repeats that he would like to see it. So the man starts rummaging through his backpack and hands the attendant some crumpled up paper and then goes back to his phone. The flight attendant uncrumples it and now starts to look annoyed and goes, Sir, you just handed me a receipt. Try again. The man starts belly laughing like, oh, my bad, and then pulls his boarding pass from his pocket. Of course, he's in 32B, and the flight attendant asks him to go to his assigned seat. Now they start to fight with Dirk saying, but the guy said to take the first available seat. Nobody is sitting here anyway. And the attendant repeating that he didn't know how he heard that, but people need to pay to upgrade to these seats, and he needs to go to his assigned seat now. Things started to get heated and Dirk is full on screaming now saying, 
Why did he say to take the first available seat then? Why was he lying? The attendant is yelling back, this isn't Southwest, and the rest of the plane is silent and watching. Now, at this point, I'm guessing Dirk misinterpreted the guy at the door saying to throw your bags in the first available overhead bin, but I didn't want to get involved and have this potentially drunk man next to me direct his anger at me. At this point, there are three flight attendants in the aisle arguing with Dirk, who is still scream repeating the same thing about being lied to over and over. They're saying he needs to move or get kicked off the plane, and Dirk is replying that, of course, he would rather make it home to Boston tonight than get kicked off. But he needs an explanation first as to why they lied to him. In comes a boss of a lady who wasn't taking any of Dirk's flack to join the argument. She interrupts Dirk and says, Look, you have two options. Take your assigned seat or get off the plane. I don't care what you think you heard. I don't know why we're still having this conversation. Then, when Dirk would open his mouth to continue arguing, this lady would hold up her hand and yell, Ah-ah-ah! Like a mother silencing their toddler having a tantrum. And I'm sitting there six inches away from the action, watching this all go down with delight. Dirk sits there in silence for a few moments, mouth open, looking at this lady, and then stays sitting in the seat and looks back at his phone and starts mumbling again in a low voice about being lied to. At this point, the three flight attendants walk away, and Dirk seems to think that (laughs) that he's won. But lo and behold, one minute later, security comes on the plane. Now seeing this, Dirk stands straight up and says, Okay, I'll go take my seat and starts to walk down the aisle, but they stop him and remove him from the plane, and we didn't see him again. (laughs) And me and the nice man sitting in the aisle seat ended up getting free drinks for the rest of the flight for our troubles. OP, you didn't spend 200 bucks to upgrade your seat. You spent 200 bucks for front row seats to the show of a lifetime. Searching for a photographer for my wedding. Here are my requirements. Must be willing to do the job for free. Must have at least eight years of experience. Must be at the wedding all the time, no breaks. Bring your own food and drinks. As everyone knows, photographers need at least nine years of experience before they can actually start charging for their time. Well, this fine choosing beggar example has just blown up with our friends over the weekend. My husband's former best friend married several years ago, and it's safe to say their relationship is very toxic. She is very selfish and manipulative, so although we are still good friends, he has no close friends anymore and can't go anywhere or see anyone without her. Anyway, ever since we've known her, she's been telling everyone about her parents' lovely home in a very pricey part of town overlooking the river. She grew up there with her brother and moved out at 22. She's in her 30s now, but is always there visiting her parents with her kids. The parents aren't very well. Both have health problems and are in their 60s and 70s. A few months ago, we had dinner at their place and they showed us some blueprints for a renovation they were planning on her parents' house. I thought it was odd, but assumed they were helping her parents out as they wouldn't have a clue how to plan a renovation. Fast forward to this weekend, and our friend turns up to our place saying they've had a massive fight because her parents had announced that they were selling the house and moving to a property in the country to focus on their health. They offered each of their children a $30,000 cash gift from the sale of the house. This was at a family dinner, and instead of being grateful for the gift, it turned into a shouting match with choosing beggars storming out. 
Apparently, Choosing Beggar was absolutely furious because she had spent $35,000 on architect plans for the renovations, which sounds fair if the parents had asked for their help. However, it turns out neither her parents or brother had any idea about the renovation plans. This was her own plan, based on her assumption that when her parents died, apparently she thought that wasn't far off. She would be the sole heir of their house. She obviously didn't think her brother would be entitled to anything. In addition to this, she already enrolled their kids into a prestigious school close by the parents' house and paid almost $5,000 in advance fees. They start school in two years, which isn't refundable. She's now threatening to try and sue her parents to stop the sale of the house, which she claims should be a family decision, not a selfish one. Lol. Our friend had no idea about any of this. He was under the impression the parents had asked for her help and has now found out she had used some of their savings to pay the architect. Her argument is she thought they'd get it all back anyway when the house comes to them. She put a massive rant on social media, which was taken down shortly after when she realized the comments weren't going her way. Man, I wish I had a screenshot. Here's hoping this is the end of this toxic relationship and we get our friend back. Nothing warms my heart more than hearing a story about an entitled person losing $40,000 because she's a flippin' moron. That was r slash choosing beggars and if you like this video don't forget to hit that subscribe button because I put out new content every single day.